Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to The Bite. We are reading Matthew 13, verses 18 through 23. Jesus is still speaking and explaining the parable uh, that we've been discussing over the last two weeks. This is what he says. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, endures only for a while, and when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. It's been a long discussion on this parable, for those of you who... Uh, perhaps didn't hear it a couple weeks back. Basically, it's the parable of a farmer who goes out to sow seed and he throws it around. Some of it lands on the path and birds immediately eat it. Some of it lands on very rocky soil. So it produces uh, uh, life and growth immediately. But because the soil is so rocky, there are no roots um, for uh, the, the seed to go down deep. So when the sun comes, it scorches it, burns it away. Some of it lands uh, among thorns, so it grows up, but the thorns also grow up with it and choke the fruit, choke the the yield. And some of it lands on good soil uh, and produces uh, a yield of a hundredfold, sixtyfold, or thirtyfold. Jesus gave that parable to the crowds, and then the disciples ask, why do you speak to the crowds in parables? And he says, uh, because the secrets of the kingdom have been given to you, you meaning the disciples, but to them, they don't get the secrets of the kingdom. And he quotes this passage from Isaiah, where he goes, uh, uh, Isaiah is speaking about the people, and he says that they're, they're always listening, but they never understand. They're always looking, but they never see. Uh, the people's heart has grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes they have shut. So they cannot look with their eyes. They cannot listen with their ears. They cannot understand with their heart in turn. For if they did, I would heal them. So that's sort of why Jesus says, I can't speak to the crowd uh, and, and plain speech. I have to speak to them in parables and riddles. But with you guys, disciples, I can speak in plain speech. And so here in our passage today, Jesus interprets the parable for the disciples. He speaks plainly what it's all about. And we want to look at that. I think the operative line in this whole exchange is verse 13 where Jesus says, I speak to the crowds in parables because watching, they don't really see and hearing, they don't really comprehend. What does he mean? He means that they have not placed themselves in a context to receive the truth. They aren't good soil. The disciples are good soil. Why are the disciples good soil? Because they follow Jesus. They aren't standing at a distance. They're they're all in. They're all in, and within that context of a committed relationship, 
the message of the kingdom of God stops appearing like riddles and starts becoming very plain. You begin to see the truth in it. So for those who have ears to hear, who have accepted Jesus' claims about himself, who know who he is, who know what kind of world they're living in, here's the meaning of the parable. It's quite obvious. The word of the kingdom goes out. God has returned. That's the word. God has returned. The kingdom of God is present in Jesus. His love will win. His truth will defeat death. He will reconcile all things back to the Father. But not everyone knows that. Not everyone receives it. It's tough. So some will hear the invitation and immediately Satan will take it away. Yes, there is an evil force. There is an evil one in this world. For in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And there are beings and creatures in this universe uh, which are located in that heavenly realm. And some of them rebelled. So the evil one immediately steals away the invitation of life through Jesus on some. And, and others, when, the, when the, the message of the kingdom goes out, the message of forgiveness goes out, it lands on rocky ground. Those people, they like some aspects of the kingdom, but certainly they are not willing to change their entire life for Jesus. Uh, that, that's asking for far too much. Some aspects of Jesus' teaching they're cool with, but then other aspects where it requires a, a complete denial of self, where it com- requires a complete death, a complete self-sacrifice to go after Jesus, to, to enter into a new way of life. No, they're not willing to do that. So when the tribulations come, the joy that they first experience at the gospel, it fades. There's the, the soil's too rocky. There's no roots there. Others, when the, the message of Jesus comes, it comes among thorns. This might be for us in the West. Because so much of the gospel is life-giving. But you and I, we have a lot of crap in the West. We're incredibly rich, and we take care of ourselves, and we numb our minds and our hearts with this banal bourgeois existence a lot of times. You can see our eyes grow hazy. So as the message tries to bear fruit, we also have thorns all around us, the cares of the world, the lure of wealth. And it just does not allow a full fruitfulness in our hearts. And others, when the message lands, it lands on good soil. They receive it. They know it's true. They live into the reality of it. And they produce tremendous fruit according to the measure of grace that is given to them. And that's what this parable is all about. And that's what's happening in this world all around us. At Hope Brooklyn, I don't speak this plainly. And I don't because we have all sorts of people present. But it's important that we're all clear that sometimes lack of plainness does not mean that there aren't things that can be plainly spoken. (laughs) It's also because in this world, in our life, we are learning to see how God sees. And God sees the heart. We can't see each other's hearts. We only see the outside of things. I think often those conditions of soil are postures of the heart and those things are hidden from us and sometimes they're not sometimes it's very clear we can look at someone and probably take an educated guess which which one of the four soil types they are 
but we don't know, not completely. I think many of us listening to this podcast, we're probably uh, uh, very seduced by the third type and maybe the third type of soil. We are the ones who grow up among the thorns. We have so much, so much wealth, so much uh, vying for our attention and our care. It's tough for the full fruit of the gospel to be born in our lives. I have too much money. I have too many things. It's choking the faith in me. I must get rid of some of it. I must give it away. Otherwise, I'll suffocate under the weight of all this stuff. That's the plain truth about the world. That's what's going on. The kingdom is being proclaimed, and every heart is one of these four. I think maybe the toughest part of all is we can bounce around from being it, because lest we forget, amongst the disciples that Jesus is plainly speaking to was Judas Iscariot whose heart was in the process of becoming so disillusioned with this journey he was on, this Messiah he had followed, he had gone all in with, that he was starting to look for a way out. Perhaps he's the second soil. Maybe it's a fifth. I don't know. I don't know where people's hearts are. I just know we're one of the four. Do you know which one you are? Honestly. Do you know which one you are? Can you say it plainly? Let the one who has ears hear. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.